0: Raise your hand, because you are probably just as guilty as I am when it comes to the quote, I work so much better under pressure. (laughs) And I feel like we all want to say that. And when we say, yeah, I really work well under pressure, like, what you really mean is that you focus better when your deadline is breathing down your throat. That's what that really means, right? but you don't work better under pressure. You are more stressed every single time. And when you throw kids into the mix, then it's just like you're not a very good mom and who only knows what you're feeding them and feeding yourself and what your house looks like in the process. Like today I'm breaking down not only just how to not work from deadline to deadline, but I'm going through what these five simple steps look like in home-based projects and business-based projects. So for those of us that are work-from-home moms, this is absolutely going to blow your mind. I want you to get a pen and paper. I'm giving you all of the five steps inside of this system so that you can walk away knowing exactly how to never work under pressure ever again. Like this is literally how I do this in my life, how I keep from being stressed out on how I'm going to finish a project, how I've gotten rid of procrastination, how I work through pressure almost seamlessly at this point and have complete preparedness when it comes into really big projects in my home and my business. I'm so excited to dive in. Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. Then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Here's a little context before we get straight into my five steps. This is what we're talking about today we're talking about, and I'm going to give you two legitimate examples, and I'm going to work through those examples after I give you this system. So be prepared to really learn exactly how this is done from this. Like this is how I would coach you if you showed up in one-to-one coaching with me. This is how I coach the girls in the academy. This is exactly what I would be teaching you. But before we get there, let me give you some context. So think about what happens when you let's say for example wants to host a dinner party and we're just going to use that example because it's the holidays when this episode is airing and a lot of us either wants to have a few people over and we want to cook a Thanksgiving dinner or a Christmas dinner or even just dinner for our own families since some of us are quarantining and doing that but we want to make it special on top of having to do the Christmas presents, having to do the decorating, having to do all the extra things, right? And so it's this project. I'm going to call these things projects or events. Either way, it goes hand in hand. So what happens is, say we pick a date for this Christmas dinner, okay? And then all of a sudden, two, three, four, five, sometimes even the week of, but most of the time it's a few days before... We have not prepared ourselves at all. We're completely beside ourselves. The house has to be cleaned. (laughs) I almost just said the linens have to be washed because, you know, me and my Martha Stewart-ish slash Joanna Gaines self likes to and I do. I use cloth napkins all the time, but when I have company over, I like to wash and press them. <laughs> that sounds so ridiculous coming out of my mouth. My mother taught me how to do this. Don't blame me, blame her. Um, and so, you know, like all these little things that are meaningful to us start showing up. And especially when you're a one on the Enneagram like me, you want to do all of the details. But even for those of you that don't care about the details, you still wants to do all of the things and get them completed, even if it's just the putting food on the table. And so here you are trying to get all of this stuff done plus maintain real life at the same time. And that's the real kicker, right? That's when it starts to get really hard because you already have so much on your plate as it is. And then you have this other big thing and we turn into either a walking zombie that's just like amped up on coffee, isn't sleeping very much, isn't feeding herself, or we turn into this neurotic yelling like three-headed monster. We either go one direction or the other. (laughs) There's no like up the middle when we're not prepared. And that is really what this is going to do. This episode is going to teach you how to be prepared for these events or these projects. Same thing goes in our businesses. When we have some specific project, what we do most of the time in our businesses is work from home moms, we just keep delaying them and keep telling ourselves we don't have time. Then the thing never, ever, ever gets done. So if you're in that spot where you're not working from deadline to deadline because you refuse to set a deadline because you just don't know how to get it done, this episode completely and the system completely applies to you as well. And then for those of us that do have deadlines, like we're launching something or we're starting something or we want to do the Black Friday sale or we want to do the Cyber Monday sale or we want to have a post out by a certain time or we want to run a challenge or whatever it is, right? We get to this thing where we commit to doing something and we're not prepared And then it gets really close to that day and then we scramble and we panic and we do the same things again. We stay up late and we either go, we swing left or we swing right on that pendulum. There's no up the road. We either turn into that three-headed monster that's like fussy and angry at everyone around all the time, or we turn into the woman that does everything to please everyone all day long and then she stays up all night, all night and all night and she works in the middle of the night trying to get everything done, right? So... That is the context, okay? So that is what we're talking about. We are talking about how to make sure that we stop doing that, that we're not working from deadline to deadline, that we're not stressed out over how to finish a project, stop procrastinating, stop with the pressure, and just get prepared. So here is my system. There's five steps. Here's the first thing that you're gonna do. Write this down. You're gonna set a deadline for whatever project it is. Now, this deadline may be given to you. Maybe it's something that um, if you're in direct sales, maybe it's someone within your company that is telling you like, this is the promotion start and end date. And so you're working under that deadline. Or maybe your family members say, hey, we're doing Christmas dinner on this day. And you decide that you're hosting. Like maybe someone will give you the date. But if you haven't been told what the date is, I want you to pick a deadline for this project to be completed and I want you to put it in your Google calendar. Regardless, the the deadline for this project needs to be put in your Google calendar, okay? That's step 1. Done. Number 2, sorry. And and also you need to put it out into the world. So if no one knows about this, you need to tell people. Like you need to tell people what your deadline is. So, uh post it on your Instagram, post it on your social media, talk about it in your stories, call your mom, call your grandma, call your dad, call your brother, call your sister, tell your kids, tell your husband, like tell the world that you have a deadline. Cause then that puts pressure on you to not just, Act like you never had this conversation with yourself and procrastinate some more, right? Okay, so step one is set a deadline and tell tell everyone in your little world about it. Put it in your Google Calendar. Done. Step two is get out a stack of post-it notes. For those of you that use the program Mindmeister, you're gonna want to use Mindmeister for that. But I'm gonna stick with post-it notes since I'm speaking to the masses. Most, well, actually, all of the women in the academy use Mindmeister. Anyone that works with me one-on-one knows that program too. It's the coolest. It does have a free version of it. You're just limited to a certain number of mind maps, but it's a really cool way to get information out of your brain and put down into like a digital map. You can move things around. You can categorize them. Absolutely phenomenal program, mindmeister.com. Okay, let's focus on the post it notes, though. So, the step number two is you're going to get out a stack of post it notes, and on a post it note, every single task that needs to be done in order to complete that project needs to be written on an individual sticky note. So, just get them out one sticky note after another, after another, after another. Every sticky note should have one task on it and stick it on the wall. Okay. And then wow, this is still in step two, any any specific task on there that has other little things that need to be completed or done to complete that task, you can write it on that sticky note, right? But it's just the one major task. Like I need to go to the grocery store. Um, I need to, if, if we're talking about Christmas dinner, which I'll get into an example of that, you would write, uh, go to the grocery store on there, right? And stick it on the wall. Um, make grocery list and then stick it on the wall. Call family members and ask them about their food allergies and stick it on the wall. Uh, Wash, like, cloth napkins. (laughs) Write that down and stick it on the wall. Okay, so you're going to have all of these things. All of your little steps are all going to be written out on the wall. Okay, now step number three, put them in order. (laughs) Super simple. Uh, You don't absolutely have to, like, get into the nuances of this. Just generally speaking, put them in order. You know, like, the first thing that you wrote on your sticky note might not be the first thing that you have to do, but you're going to see them all out on the wall and they'll rearrange them in chronological order. Done. Step four, every single sticky note, I want you to write down how long do you think it's going to take you to complete that sticky note, okay? So if it says you need to go to the grocery store, well, how long does it typically take you to go to the grocery store? It doesn't have to be exact. If you have no idea because you've never done it before, guess if you are so wildly off in hindsight, who cares? You will learn from it. Put down a number. I don't care how arbitrary it is. Everyone gets held up on this and I am telling you, you must assign a time frame to this because this is this is the crux of my entire system. This is the entire pivotal moment where you stop procrastinating and you stop being stressed out. It's all based on time management. Okay. So write down, it's going to take me two hours to go to the grocery store. Cool. How long is it going to take you to write a shopping list? Probably 30 minutes. How long is it going to take you to wash, dry, iron, well, fold, and then press your linen napkins? (laughs) probably an hour and a half. Right. So like, you're going to put all that down. I can't wait for you guys to send me messages laughing at me and my linen napkins. It's absolutely going to happen. So you're going to write down in the corner of that post-it note and circle it really big or write it in a different color or highlight it. I just want the time of that sticky notes to really stand out. Okay. So every sticky note is on the wall. Every step to finish the project is on the wall you put them in chronological order and you have time framed associated to them. One more step and you're done. Step 5, divide up the amount of time you have each week from now until your deadline and assign a sticky note to a certain day and week from now until your deadline. Done. That's it. You just broke down a huge project from feeling completely overwhelmed to I know what I'm doing today. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. I know what I'm doing the next day. Boom, 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 boom. Done. Okay. That's it. Super simple. Let's run through the five steps and then I'm going to give you two killer examples. Step one, set a deadline, put it out into the world and put it in your Google calendar. Step two, get out post-it notes and write down every single major task that needs to be completed on the sticky note and fill in any little minor tasks underneath the major tasks that may pop up. Step three put them in chronological order. Step four, assign a time frame to every single task and circle that bad boy. And step five, divide up the amount of time that you have left between now and your deadline and assign it a task to a certain day of the week. Okay. Now let's look at some examples of this. So first, I'm going to start with An example of something that happens in our motherhood and our home and our marriage in that realm and then we're going to step out of that and i'm going to talk about how we use this in an example in our business i'm actually going to give you the one that i'm currently working through right now with a massive project and how i did this for myself so the first one is actually also something that I'm working through. And it's an interesting example, which is why I picked it. It's not as straightforward because this is what I think comes up often for us. So the example that I'm going to use of a project that we tend to procrastinate on is organizing. Okay. So I'm going to talk about organizing my pantry specifically. So step one, let's say that I'm picking a, a deadline of next Friday. And I really probably should do this and put this out into the world because I have several, I just got an instant pot and a bread maker gifted to me from my aunts. And they've just been hanging out in the garage or like on the floor in the kitchen because I want them to go on my pantry on the shelf. I loathe things on my counter and my under counter space is currently relatively purged and organized and I don't have room for them under there under there so they've just been hanging out and my husband's so annoyed by it <laughs> and I'm like no they go in the pantry but I just haven't organized the pantry there's so much I need to get rid of in there so I really do needs to do this and this is what it's going to look like so say I say that by next Friday I needs to have this done what I'm going to do is I'm going to call my mom and I'm going to say, hey. I'm organizing my pantry and I, and I'm going to get it done by next Friday. I just wanted you to know because I want to hold myself accountable. It'd be cool if you held me accountable. Then I'm going to tell my best friends in a text message. I'm also going to tell my husband <laughs> and you'll notice like the person that you don't want to tell is the person that you need to tell because they're the ones that are really counting on you. Right. Then I'm also going to share on Facebook. All totally share this in my own Facebook group. And if you're not inside that group, you should probably come hang out with me over there. And I'm also going to put it in my Instagram, my Instagram stories. I'm going to say, Hey, I've taken on this big project and I want you guys to check back in with me for a week. Maybe I'll set a cute little timer. I'll have people like check in with me. I'm going to do the whole thing. Okay. Then step number two is I'm going to get out my post-it notes. And this is what my post-it notes will look like. I'm going to have one post-it note that says pull everything out. These are the steps that it's going to take for me to complete this. Pull everything out of my pantry. Post-it note. Sort through everything. What's trash? What am I keeping? There may be a few things to donate. Like I know for sure there's like 13 picnic baskets in there cuz I'm obsessed with them and I don't need all of them. So <laughs> I don't really have 13, but I'm pretty sure I have 3 and I never use any of them. Um so I'm going to have to sort through everything, right? Create my piles. And then I need to take everything that I'm keeping and I need to group all of my similar items together. So I'm going to have all of my dry goods together. I'm going to have all of my snacks together. I'm going to have all of my spices together. I'm going to have all of my um, canned goods together. I need to start grouping everything together. All of my baking goods, all of, all of my groups, right? Then... My pantry should be completely empty at this point. Everything should be pulled out of there. So the next post-it note is going to say clean. And I'm just going to have this post-it note that says clean on it. But inside of that one post-it note, big word clean on it, I'm going to write little underneath it. Wipe down all the shelves. Measure myself shelves for new containers. Fix any broken hardware or anything that needs to really be maintained in that space. I'm going to want to do that. So I'll write all those little teeny tiny steps that all happen underneath this one task of clean my shelves. Okay, so you can see how that kind of plays out there in that step. Then my next post-it note is going to say go buy new containers. Okay, then the next post-it note says put away everything that I'm keeping. And then the last post-it note says donate what I'm getting rid of. Okay. Those are all my post-it notes and I'm going to put them all in order. I just listed them to you in the order in which I would be doing them and I'm going to assign time frames. So the first thing, pull everything out. It's going to take me about 20 minutes, write that in the corner, circle it, sort everything, 30 minutes, group everything, 20 minutes, clean all my shelving, measure for new containers, take care of all of the space, whatever that looks like. Mm, I'd say maybe 45 minutes, Go buy new containers about two hours because, you know, I'm taking the kids and I'm probably going to get sidetracked in the Magnolia section of Target. Or I'm going to take a trip to Ikea maybe and that's like... 35 minute drive. So maybe depending on where I'm going, that number might change and then put everything away that I'm keeping. That'll probably take me about an hour and then donate what I'm getting rid of. I literally have a Goodwill across the street from me. So that might take me like 10 minutes. I already have the bag. I'm just going to put it in my car, drive it over there and come back done. So that gives me a total of about five hours to complete my pantry and revamp the whole thing. That doesn't sound too shabby, right? But here we go into step number five, which was to divide up the amount of time we have each week from now into our deadline and assign each task to a certain day or time. Now, this applies pretty straightforward for a project that can be broken down and stopped and started. But for these kinds of projects, it gets really hard. There's one of two ways that you can go about doing this. Option A is I can either look at my calendar over the next week until next Friday, right? And look and see when there would be a five-hour block of time. Maybe this Saturday might be a good day for that. Or maybe I look at the weather and say, oh, well, it's going to be really nice outside this day, so I know my girls might want to go play for an hour or two, which would give me a good jump start. Or maybe I just make my entire AM block one day that Entire project, and I do it with my girls, and we make it really fun and we put music on instead of assigning it to multiple days in a row. Okay, so that's one option. The second option is maybe breaking it into two groups and tackling it over the span of two days. So that would be really easy to do because you have post it notes up on the wall and you see every single thing that you need to get done and how long it's going to take you. And so I'm just literally going to look at my calendar and say, Well, I could take everything out and put it on the kitchen table, which is likely where it's going to go. And I could say, hey, Blaine, I'm going to tackle this project and I don't have enough time to do it in one day. But that means I'm going to have to stop in the middle of it. Like I'll get everything out. I'll get everything cleaned and I can go to the store this day, but I'm not going to have enough time to put it all back. Are you cool if I like leave the kitchen in utter chaos? And he'll be like, sure. Yeah, cool. No problem. I'm so excited that you're getting it done. Do you see how this preparedness, A, allows me to not feel like I'm inconveniencing someone else because I can see through the project all the way to the end of it to the best of my ability. Sometimes things come up that are not expected totally. That's totally understandable. But to the best of my ability, which is all you could ever ask of yourself, which is all anyone should ever be asking of you, and which is all you should ever have to give to the world is the best that you could do. This is what the project looks like. Okay, Blaine's cool. I'm gonna do it over the span of two days. I'm putting it in my calendar and putting it in my paper planner. That's what I'm doing during my AM block is I'm doing a pantry overhaul on this day. And on the second day in that AM block, I'm doing a pantry overhaul that day too. Done. Totally mapped out over the span of two days. Guys, it's that easy and I know you're dying. What does this look like in your business? Okay here is the best example ever in the whole entire world i just went through and i mapped out this huge project that i have to finish by the middle-ish of january okay so the doors to the academy are opening again in middle-ish january which i know you guys are so excited about some of you have been eagerly waiting to get inside And it's coming. And I've been building out the most beautiful and epic program for work from home moms that I truly have ever seen out in the internet. I've never seen a program like this. All of the women that I'm working with in the academy right now, we're going through tier one and tier two. Well, we finished tier one and we're about done with tier two. They literally like hop on the calls and are almost in tears talking about how much their life has changed since being in this completely immersed program inside the academy and I take it very very seriously what I my products and my services my products are very very important to me and the academy is undeniably what I believe I was called to put into the world Everything that I have been doing up until this point of my life has come through in the academy. And I'm so excited to bring that forward to you. And so what I'm building and the back end takes me a lot of time. Uh, again, not to bring this up, but being a one on the Enneagram, I care a lot about the details. I cared, That's what made me an incredible event designer is I cared about the details. All my clients were always like, oh my gosh, these details. And that's how we got internationally published multiple times is because of our attention to detail, right? So I know after doing this all last year and working myself up to the deadlines because I had never done it before and literally had no idea. Now I know what to expect, right? And now I know what this looks like for my family pause on this just for a minute and let me talk to you about what this looked like when I didn't use this system in my event-based business. It was a nightmare prepping for huge weddings where we're literally taking every decor, every piece of flower, floral, stem, literally just so much stuff, you guys. So much stuff. Trucks and trailers full of stuff just decor to go to a wedding and set it up for people to party and have the most amazing memories and experiences and images and the most beautiful day of their lives. And then we come back and we take it all down and we bring it all back. Like the amount of work that goes into that takes so much preparedness. And I had no idea so much so that the first wedding that we ever got published in and, and the second one, really we pulled all nighters because I had no idea how much it was going to require. And so I say this to you because I learned through that process that we have to be gentle with ourselves and we have to know that when we take on new things in our business and new projects, give yourself much more time than you expect or than you think you may need. And be really open with your spouses and your and your children's caregivers that hey I'm I'm really going to do my best to make the most of every minute that I get on this project but um, there's tech involved and there's things that I'm trying to learn and work through so please be patient and please give me grace as I'm as, as I'm going through this learning curve right and then some of us might be taking on projects that we've done that we've done a few times before and um, opening the doors to the academy again is Something that I pretty much know how to, um, like I kind of know how to drive that car at this point in my family. I know what that's going to look like. I know that Blaine's going to have to take a big responsibility for caring for the girls. But I also know that if I have all of my creation done, everything locked and loaded on the automation side done, that I pretty much can just show up. Like I don't have to work my tail off. And the first couple of times I did it, I was working my tail off to have all the right buttons and all the right links and all the emails and all the things when I'm in the midst of trying to encourage people to have a safe space inside of my products and services. And it was so hard. It was so hard. And so now I just know like, Chels, you need to use this system So let me tell you how I've used it. I sat down and I wrote down everything that I need to complete to be able to show up the way that I want to show up in the middle of January. And I'm not telling you the specific date on purpose because you're going to have to wait and find out it's coming. It's coming, but you're going to have to wait and find out for the specific day that the doors are going to open into the Academy. Um, I'm going to be teaching you some really, really cool stuff and, um, I don't want to give away too many details, but I did want you guys to see a real life example of this. So I sat down inside of my workflow and I created a specific batch just for my academy, right? And so when I opened it up, I listed out every single thing that I need to do to be able to be ready and to show up the way that I want to every single one then I associated a time frame next to it every single one. So from now until then, I have about 50 hours of work that I want to put into the academy to have it exactly where I want it by that specific date. Done. Okay? That's what I'm really shooting for, and at first I wanted to poop my pants. <laughs> Because that's on top of maintaining my podcast, maintaining my home, maintaining my marriage, and maintaining my peace with myself and my children. Okay, that's on top of that. Oh, so then I was like, Chels, what does this look like? How many weeks do you have left? And let's also remember that two and a half of those weeks, my kids aren't in school. And I want to enjoy the holidays. So I was like, all right, girl. You don't like literally X out the days that you don't want to work. And how many work days do you have left? How many days are there left for you to work? And I've been working on this slowly, but surely. Well, not slowly, but surely. I've been working on it pretty consistently and and I've been really dedicated to it. Uh, But there's just still stuff left to do, right? And so I have down every single week in my workflow. I work about 20 to 25 hours a week on my business, to to get my projects done, to do all of my coaching, to show up for the academy, to get my back end of my business built, to do my finances, the podcast, the email, the Instagram, the Facebook, all of that. I do anywhere between 20 and 25 hours a week. So now I've broken it down to where I'm putting anywhere between 15 to 17 hours of all of that time directly to the academy. I know when I look in my planner exactly when my work blocks are every single day. And I have the number of hours. So on Monday, I have two hours. Tuesday, I have two hours. Wednesday, I have a three-hour block and a four-hour block. Thursday, I have a three-hour block and a two-hour block. And Friday, I have a four-hour block and a two-hour block. And I have a couple little power hours in the mornings reserved if I need them. Okay. So when I looked at that, Then I opened up my workflow and I was like, what can you take off your plate that doesn't absolutely have to happen? And where can you fit in time to work on your academy? Which of these work blocks, I know I need dedicated time where my children are not going to be around and I'm not going to be interrupted because it's massive creation. And once my brain gets into that space, I don't want to come back out until I've finished something. So I'm definitely not going to put those in my two hour blocks. I'm going to put them in my three and four hour blocks, right? Which I have on Wednesday and Friday. And Thursday, I have a three-hour block I might even do there. And I just assigned that. This week, I have 17 hours that I can give to this specific project of 50 hours, right? And that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to look at my list. It's all in chronological order. I didn't use Post-it Notes because I have a specific software that I use for that. But even if I did use Post-it Notes, it would be exactly the same. It would be exactly the same. And I would start with the first post-it note on the list. It says it's going to take me 30 minutes. I have a three hour work block. How many post-it notes can I fit together in a three hour work block? Boom. These are all the tasks that I'm going to do in this three hour work block to get me that much closer to finalizing this project by my deadline. Done. I have full confidence. I showed up to my week this Monday with my dad came over. He uh, is a snowbird. And so he comes down out of the mountains every now and then and wanted to go Christmas shopping. Cool. Every time he comes, it's like vacation. We love him here, but um, it it's out of routine, right? And so when we're out of routine, it's hard for us, but I was prepared. I knew this was going to happen. I literally knew that this was the experience I was going to be having throughout this week. And I know that I'm going to load my end of my week, the back end of my week with most of my work. And I'm just going to get a couple little teeny tiny blocks to do some of the work that I need in the beginning of the week. I knew all of that and I haven't been stressed at all. And I'm really looking forwards to this entire process when normally it would give me tons of anxiety. Now that I know exactly what I need to do, I don't feel like I want to procrastinate anymore. Like, at all. I look forward to these big projects because it's just like they say one bite of the elephant at a time. And I know for a proven 100% fact that you can have this exact same kind of confidence. If you're trying to build out a blog for the first time, if you're trying to get all of your highlight reels done on your Instagram, if you're trying to set up your bookkeeping, if you're, and, and all of the stuff that comes with that, right? Whatever it is that you're trying to get completed in your business while you're still showing up, this is how you do project management. This is how you do event and project management in your home want to take on a project and get your garage reorganized do this like it's not complicated and you're over analyzing everything because you don't know how to sit down and follow a specific system well you do now write down these steps don't overthink it write everything out for yourself take a picture of your post-it notes on the wall, share it in your stories, and tag me. Better yet, come over inside of the Facebook group and get the support you need to get this project underway. All right, we did it. Another long-winded episode, but I had to bring all this information to you. Please, for those of you um, that love, love, love this podcast, please share it in your stories. I really, truly believe if you listened to the closing exit of this podcast, I still have yet to change it. It's the same exact exit because it's so meaningful to me. I really, truly believe that we can begin to change the way that we care for ourselves and the way that we care for others by leaving a breadcrumb trail to this podcast. It has changed so many women's lives. I know it's changed your life because you've come over and you've told me about it in my my sphere. You send me emails, you send me DMs, and I love it so much. So please keep sharing. It means the world to me. It means that other women get to find the podcast too. And with that being said, I'm going to sign off and leave you until later this week when I show up with another incredible episode for you. And until then, I will be hanging out with you over inside of the Facebook group. Have a great week. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.